The Guardian. Welcome to The Digested Read, a new series of Guardian podcasts presented by John Crace. John's Digested Read has become a much-loved weekly column in The Guardian. He takes a book and rewrites it in 500 words in his wickedly satirical style. John says The Digested Read provides an outlet for publishers' hype to get the treatment it deserves. Here's the first of our Digested Read podcasts, The But by Will Self, published by Bloomsbury at 1499. Standing on his hotel balcony, Tom Brzezinski sucked on his cigarette and swore it would be his last. For the three weeks of his vacation, Tom had found the egregious prohibitions on smoking in this vast, sun-baked, polyglot country increasingly intrusive, and his love affair with La Divina Nicotina was coming to an end. He glanced down and saw an old Anglo being pampered by a young desert tribeswoman. Filthy sex tourist, he thought, before arcing his butt into the void and returning indoors to face the maunderings of his wife Martha and their adopted, half-witted son, Tom Jr. "'I'm afraid you're in rather a lot of trouble,' said Adams, the honorary consul. "'The old man is in a coma after your butt landed on his head, and, unfortunately for you, because he was married to Atalaya in 2040.' he automatically assumed her nationality. In 2040 is a Teswengo, and the Teswengo don't believe in accidents. So you're facing a charge of attempted murder. I suggest you send your family home and get yourself a lawyer. Tom gritted his mastoids, uncomfortably aware that the story had peaked after barely 20 pages and that it was all downhill from here. Still... At least there would be plenty of time to display his trademark vocabulary with copious references to discoid hairstyles, mephitic atmosphere, dirndls and arrière-pensée. You OK, right? You got bail all righty, right? Jethro Sway Phillips scatterpigeoned, rolling his grotesque membranous ocular aperture. Now we just find if you are standy or in Kivu, right? You go over to the Makata, right? Tom was sure he should have been more interested in the allegorical conceits of his lawyer's recitation of tribal law. But somehow he had lost the will to live. Let's get on with it, he murmured as the Makata jagged a blade across his upper thigh. I guess this must be satire at its most cutting. You are fugging as standy, right? Swy Phillips said. That means you can make reparation, right? You drive 5,000 clicks into desert, right? And hand over some guns, cooking pots, and $100,000, and you be fine, right? Do I really have to do all this, mate? Tom moaned. Everyone's got the point. Can't you see this is a nugatory short story that's been allowed to get completely out of hand into a full-length novel? Swy Phillips fixed Brodzinski with a gun-barrel stare. You see here, right? Every editor is scared of Will Self, right? No one can tell him how to write because he is so fucking clever, right? So if Will want to write, Will write, right? Tom knew when he was beaten. There was nothing for it but to endure another 200 pages of heavily telegraphed post-colonial, post-Iraq didactic commentariat. 
OK, he thought, throwing his hands into the still mephitic air in desperation. Bring on the Binyarang and Araka set pieces. Bring on the Nguege chewing entreaty and incessititi tribes. Bring on Swy Phillips's cousin Gloria, who was a dead ringer for Martha. And bring on the kiddie fiddler Prentice, who would be his companion on the reparatory road trip across the war-riven, tontine-contracted desert. As they pulled into the Moa Hunter's encampment, Tom slipped into one of his increasingly familiar fictive tropes, a fitful dream in which he imagined the situations in which he found himself were in some way bare-buttockly comedic and culturally insightful. The reader awoke to find Tom finally arriving at Teswengo to be met, for no very obvious reason, by Adams, Gloria and the eminent anthropologist von Sasser for the expectedly convoluted, absurdist, doctrinal denouement. It was my father who created the desert people's customs. Von Sasser winked in an archly knowing reference to Levi Strauss and Margaret Mead. They're all nonsense, but they were the only way to protect them from the Anglos. By the way, Prentice isn't a kiddie fiddler, and your adopted son is from the In 2040 mob. So I'm going to have to sever the corpus callosum in your brain to stop your teleology and force you to swap one invented belief system for another. Years later, Adams spotted Tom shambling the street for butts. I always told you smoking damaged your health. Tom wouldn't have laughed, even if he could. He'd seen that gag coming a long way off. The digested read digested. Smoking is bad for your writing. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.